0: All right, there is no need to shortchange what we just saw take place in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, 2021. From what I know, there was an organized demonstration in D.C. in retaliation to the certification of the 2020 election results. In the Capitol building, members of Congress were stating their final cases as to why they object to the election when Trump supporters encroached on the building grounds made their way into the building, vandalized and looted government property, and threatened the security of the elected officials inside. Make no mistake for what this was. Trump supporters openly attempted to overthrow the election results by force. Smashed windows of a government building, posed for pictures in elected officials' offices, and left the vicinity largely untouched. The number of arrests reported before the 6 p.m. curfew was in the teens. I saw some outlets saying 13, I saw some outlets saying 15. Either way, a low number of arrests. Let's, let's waste no time here by stating that this is the largest evidence of white privilege in modern American history. And it's so much clearer to see that case because of the militaristic response from law enforcement during intended peaceful protests this summer in response to police brutality against unarmed black Americans. I will be fair and say that after the curfew on January 6th, law enforcement officials were swift and forceful, which was reminiscent of the demonstrations from this past year. But the lack of resistance during the daytime tells part of the story here there are videos of police officers opening the barricades for the anarchists if you use twitter which i hope you do the video i am referencing is from user at c evans avenger so c e v a n s a v e n g r because you know stand accounts are also groundbreaking journalists and that video has over 30 million views on Twitter. While the domestic terrorists were inside of the Capitol building, there is a moment where an officer poses for a selfie from one of the insurgents. That video is from user at Bubba Prague, B-U-B-B-A-P-R-O-G, which has over 17 million views on Twitter. No tear gas, no riot shields, no assault-style rifles, no tanks. In the nation's capital, St. Andrews Air Force Base is a 15-minute flight away. This could have ended if the people in charge wanted it to. Let's talk about the obvious equivalencies here. During a vigil for Elijah McLean this summer, where everyone was unarmed and playing music in a celebration of life, the Aurora Police Department forcefully pushed everyone out of the area. This was from Twitter user at Gal, so J E S S I E D E S. I G N G A L on June 28th, 2020. It's a little deep, but user at M so Z Gossip Girl, so M Z Gossip Girl, Miss Gossip Girl, quote tweeted it yesterday so it's a bit easier to find. From public citizen, over fourteen thousand people were arrested during the George Floyd protests this summer. Peaceful protests for someone who was killed, as opposed to the invasion of a government building. We know that if any protests or protesters from this summer got near the Capitol building to this extent, at the very least, they wouldn't be let in. That's the best case scenario outside of massive arrests, tear gassing, pepper spray, rubber bullets, etc. I mean, the president had a photo shoot outside of a church in which demonstrators got tear gassed out of the way for a photo shoot. On the exit ramp in Philadelphia outside of the art museum, law enforcement had demonstrators trapped between a wall of tear gas and their riot shields for peacefully protesting that also happened in broad daylight just like this twitter user twitter user at joshua potash so joshua p-o-t-a-s-h posted a video of the anarchists literally breaking a window to get into the capitol building with over 9 million views Let's address some quotes from over this summer from Trump supporters that we heard in response to the Black Lives Matter demonstrations. Here's one. You don't need to destroy property to get your point across. Well, I must ask now, what's more anti-American, the US Capitol building, or a target? Not like the target even matters, but sometimes I do enjoy stopping being the bigger person and being petty. It's a good form of self-care. Another one, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Well, that clearly didn't happen. They literally took a podium out of the building. They took Nancy Pelosi's nameplate off of her door among Many other things. Back the blue. Just listen to the police. The police are always right, I heard. Really? A tweet from a person I never, I hope I never have to mention again. On May 27th, 2020, Tommy Laren tweeted, How does looting rioting, and destroying your own community bring justice for anyone. Yep, there's a tweet for everything. I mean, there were images of a guy waving around the Confederate flag in the U.S. Capitol building, which didn't even happen during the Civil War. There's a video of a guy on a scaffolding, who removed the American flag and put the Trump flag in its place. There was a noose hanging outside of the white like out of the side of the Capitol building. like what? <clears throat> so that's really the meat of all of this. Is what they're, what they're doing is undem- undermining the fundamental tenet of American democracy for this. This isn't that someone in their community was unjustly killed at the hands of law enforcement. This isn't that their socioeconomic status has been undermined by centuries worth of racism allowed by the US government. This isn't about the most, this is about the most democratic thing we do. These thugs broke into a government building Attempted to harm, capture, or destroy people and material sensitive to the election. I just don't understand how people could possibly equate what happened this summer to this. They're in two completely different universes. Another quote that just popped into my head. If you destroy things, you're just ruining your overall message. Nobody's going to listen to you if you destroy things in public. Well, you're damn right. There's not a chance in the world that this method of insurrection will net you any sympathy, any results, or any change at all. To wrap up. Let's talk about how we got here. This isn't some spontaneous event. And let's not pretend that it started in 2020 either. Let me take you back to 2007. Right before the housing market crashed. Bush is fumbling, Bush things. There is now a black presidential candidate on the horizon. This is a shock to a ton of people. There is a lot of racial pushback. He wins. The housing market crashes. And there is a lot of public ire towards black people at this very moment. Why? Well, a lot of the victims of predatory mortgage lending were black Americans. So when the housing market crashed, the numbers showed that the primary demographic involved in defaulting on their loans were black Americans. On top of that, there was now a national black figure to point that blame and heave that burden of saving the economy onto. In response births the Tea Party, a literal political party that no matter how you slice it, gained steam because of the socioeconomic ire towards black Americans. And this was a far-right very clearly anti Obama party. And we would be naive to say that they were only anti Obama because of his policies. February twenty-sixth, two 2012. Trayvon Martin is shot in Florida. The killer came claims self defense. This is now a law enforcement versus Black Americans debate nationally. An overwhelming amount of media members, Facebook users, my classmates, my teachers, and many other people I may have used to go to school with, from all stations, from all angles, lay the situation in the following categories. Self-defense slash stand your ground. Blaming Trayvon Martin for wearing a hoodie or for being where he was at that time. Quote, we don't know all the facts, so you're just going to believe the neighborhood watch guy with a gun. Okay. And this would be the main line of defense for most Americans until they got the response that they wanted. Namely, in Ferguson, Missouri, when Michael Brown was killed in 2014 and there were demonstrations that turned violent in response to the killing. Police versus black Americans has always been an issue, but due to the response that Ferguson had Racist Americans felt comfortable denying any sympathies or chance at justice to the black community solely based on the reaction to someone in their community being killed. That's all that they needed to see to solidify their opinions. And this pattern would continue for each and every racial killing to this very day. Enter 2016. The Tea Party no longer has a black person to naturally hate in the office of the president. The Republican Party has a candidate that at the very, 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 very least does not denounce outright white supremacy in events such as Charlottesville or at any point to this day. At the very least is not careful with the words that they choose when referencing other minority groups. And at the very least did not do their part in putting the putting the fire out in the chance, the chance that there could be election fraud. The Republican Party does its very best to sow doubt in the possible election results to which we all know that had their candidate won none of what happened in Washington DC would have taken place it's the escalation into the events that happened yesterday that don't make what happened surprising at all i brought up the racism within the tea party to illustrate that a lot a, that a lot of far right individuals believe that the election was stolen in major cities which have high concentrations of black Americans living there. Leaders such as Stacey Abrams were the face of major voter turnout in the state of Georgia, leading people to believe that in their own deluded way that the election somehow included fake votes and they attribute any election fraud to black Americans. Just like what they did with the housing market crash. These things don't come out of nowhere. All of those facts wrapped up led these people to believe that they could get away with an act of fascism against the U.S. government yesterday. And a lot of them will. No matter that the state above Washington, D.C., Maryland, where I live, broke the record for number of COVID cases and COVID deaths yesterday, and they chose to go unmasked into the territory of treason and vandalism against the United States and a mob of domestic terrorists. No matter that. The problem is that they will all get away with this. This was allowed to happen. America is the problem. President-elect Joe Biden tweeted that this is not America yesterday. Yes, it is, Joe. It has always been like this. If someone, let's just do this, right? If someone is truly 0% racist, 0% fascist, 0% xenophobic, this would not have happened if they have some ounce of logic and believe that the election results are not the election officials are not idiots they have a job they do it well they were hired to do it then this wouldn't happen that their general unhappiness that their candidate didn't win led them to this conclusion then this problem was within them this entire Time. A parting note November eighth and ninth, nineteen twenty three. Germany. The Nazi Party led a coalition group in an attempt to overthrow the German government. This attempted coup d'etat came to be known as the Beer Hall Putsch. Read about it. Tell me what you think. Tell me how it made you feel. Just know we're closer to that than anything else. Thank you.